2: <laughs> the Fall Guy, only in theaters May 3rd. did PG 13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back, and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP/01005. Sounds and across field shows it. Now gives it to Din. Din
1: throws a ball that's been dropped by Nani and dived upon by Parramatta. And that will be the game. Bailey Simonson dives on it. And the siren will sound. It's all over. And Parramatta is into the grand final. And the streets were alive around the Parramatta Leagues Club looking at social media. And we could get some players this on. still doing burnouts. Yeah, we could... We could get some players on and we could listen to all their cliches about what the game and how it played out and what they're looking forward to this week. But you know, you got to
2: warn our next guest what he's not allowed to use. I will. I will.
1: But our next guest is, I've got to say one of the the biggest rugby league fans I've ever seen. He's a mad Parramatta supporter. His name's Troy Warnery. He's the host of the Para Cave podcast. You can get it on on Twitter or wherever you get your uh, podcasts from. And he joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Troy?
0: Oh, I'm fantastic, Badge and sats. Thank you very much for having me on the show. And just hearing that audio back again just brings tears to the eyes again.
1: Now, I, I watched some footage of you. you. You're filming yourself in those last moments uh, where you were watching the game uh, on Saturday night. and Sorry, Friday night, I should say. And you really rode the uh, the roller coaster, didn't you?
0: Absolutely. I was uh, with hundreds of others at Parramatta Leagues Club watching the game, and that last minute was just, uh, yeah, so nerve wracking. Um, and as soon as Bailey Simonson came up with the ball and kicked it into the crowd, it just, the whole Leagues Club erupted, and I erupted, and um, just that relief of getting into the grand final.
1: When did you start becoming a Parramatta fan?
0: Uh, coincidentally, back in 1986. That was my the grand final was my first vivid memory of um, watching and supporting the eels. I may have went to a game or two before that at uh, your old home ground, sat at Penrith Park, Mm -hmm. uh, because I actually live in Penrith actually as well. Oh, um, danger! Yeah, yeah. So probably eighty six grand finals, my first vivid. Yeah,
2: sorry, mate. We just uh, lost you for a sec. Hey, um, hey Troy. This, um this Eels side, uh, did you honestly expect at the start of the year that they would go this far?
0: I probably thought that, yes, they'd, well, they'd definitely make week two of the finals. Um, I was hoping that they would make the top four to have that second bite at the cherry. Um, I knew that they could get to week two, as they have the last couple of years. Um, and then, yeah, I was pretty confident that we could get anything above week two was going to be a um a, a win for me uh but i think yeah getting into that prelim final and then winning it it's an absolute bonus now but the job's not finished we just need to get that win on sunday
2: yeah absolutely yeah. um now i I, mad, I mean i know you've done a hell of a lot of podcasts in fact sats and i separately both featured on your podcast I, I could not coach. answer one more question about parramatta I, my knowledge of Parramatta was about, about three minutes long. And <laughs> Troy spoke to me for 40 minutes. I'd had my fill. But you know everything, nearly everything, about Parramatta. And I imagine in all of that, you've you've got your favourite team or teams from uh, over the years. Can I ask you how many of the current Eels would make your best ever Parramatta team? Oh, a good question, Gary. <sighs> oh, yeah, that is a tough one. Um,
0: look, yeah, no, that is a very tough one I, I'd, no, I I'd say Junior it. Paolo he, who <laughs> Junior Paolo he'd yep. probably make it I'd say so who's he um, going to bump
2: out of your, your your front row Bob O'Reilly oh
0: nah yeah maybe maybe yeah Um. of the current Eagles definitely Junior and yeah probably Bob O'Reilly I'd say um, yeah uh, look that's a very hard question Gary
2: <laughs> well given given they had so much success in the 80s I imagine Difficult, isn't it? it's dominated by, by that uh you know Peter Sterling Brett Kenny um mm-hmm. that that team you know with uh, with Mick Cronin and, and Eric Gray the whole I'm sure it's dominated by those players and you'd find a spot for Jared Hain but yeah I thought about that today and I I you know sometimes it's not about having all those superstars it's about having a a great team that gels Troy
0: Yeah so if I was the Name some players to go into a greater side. I probably have Hindy in there, um, and maybe, maybe even Nathan Kalis as well. With the, yeah. as you said, those not so massive. Well, they're superstars of the game, but superstars of the Eels. But uh, they didn't unfortunately win any premierships. Yes, you're right. I'd, I'd put Jared Hayne in there as well somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's very hard to go past those players of the '80s.
1: One of the youngest captains of all time, Nathan Kalis, of course. Now, obviously, you're going to the game. You've got your ticket. You purchased your ticket. If you didn't get a grand final ticket, Troy, and you are looking for one throughout the rest of this week, what lengths would you go to to get a ticket to go to the game?
0: Um, Probably a very expensive one, I'd say. (laughs) Um, But, no, look, uh, throughout our uh, Facebook groups that we have, we've probably set, like, that if you're going to sell tickets, sell them at cost price uh, to keep it fair for everybody. And I think I would have a lot of, probably, friends that would uh, maybe help me out in getting a ticket that ask me if I'm getting going, definitely. So, um, obviously, yeah, I'd pay for it. But uh, to put a price on it, I don't know how much it would cost. Uh, I you know, You'd probably do anything to get to the grand final.
1: Mm. Now, for any, for the listeners who have never seen or heard Troy's uh, podcast, uh, Paracave podcast. You also go on social media and and look at his Paracave. Now it is it's got to be. It's one of the most impressive. It just
2: looks like a warehouse yeah. of eels. Looks stuff. like a
1: merchandise shop, doesn't it? It does. So in saying I'm that, looking at Peter. We to walk <laughs> around the corner. What's your favourite bit of merchandise <laughs> in your uh, in your man cave, your para cave?
0: Yeah, uh, there is a lot of paraphernalia there. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> um, probably a game. Yeah, uh, a game worn Willie Tonga jersey that he wore as captain against the New Zealand Warriors. So it's actually got my name on the back. So um, just a quick little story. The New Zealand Warriors, uh, New Zealand have their gambling laws, so they can't advertise gambling. So Unibet gave up their sponsorship for fans, um, and I won a spot and got my name on the back. So that was pretty cool. Um, Yeah, so, and game worn, So I've got the pictures at home um, of him in it playing in the game. So, unfortunately, we got smashed in that game. So, um, it's a losing jersey, but it's a winner in my eyes. Um, There's a couple of other player-worn jerseys in there, a couple of footy boots as well. And just uh, one of the other pieces is probably a legend's picture, which um, has got signatures of all the legends um, of Parramatta and probably some that are, unfortunately, no longer with us. So, that's pretty priceless as well.
2: Yeah, So this para cave is deep in the heart of Penrith Territory, correct?
0: Uh, Yes, correct, absolutely. How's your security if you get
2: up on Sunday? How's your security on Sunday night if Uh, if you get up? I mean, would you be concerned? You know what they did to Cumberland Oval back in the day, those Parramatta (laughs) fans, those Penrith fans could do anything.
0: Well, the idea of having a para cave is like it's a cave, so it's not really recognisable, so... Unless you know where I am, you won't be able to actually see the cave. So you won't know that there's Parramatta stuff inside. So, um, yeah, unless you know where it is, then you won't see it. So like a cave.
2: Troy, if if you were the coach, yeah. if you are Brad Arthur, and I know you know a lot about footy, Have you ever put yourself in his shoes, what would you be telling that team that the last you know, 20-second chat you've got before they actually run out? You've done all the, the homework on the opposition. You've got the game plan. What do you tell them before they run out?
0: I think it's... Um, Come on, you've got to be inspiring and, here, mate. Come on. Yeah.
2: You gotta, you're got you talking to some big units. Okay,
0: Get okay. into them. Okay. team, I want you to go out there. You've done the hard yards all year. Don't change what you've done uh, up to date. Just go out there. Let's get the job done. Do what you need to do, and we'll win this game, and then you'll become premiers. It's what you want. Let's do it. Go power. <laughs> Good on <laughs> you, Brad.
1: Okay, Brad. Brad, do you pick your son, Jacob Arthur? who I've got to say, he's got a bright future in the game. He's only 19 years of age. Or do you unleash Nathan Brown in a grand final?
0: That is, uh, yeah, if I was Brad Arthur, that would be one hell of a... You are Brad um, Arthur. What are you, are you talking Brad, about, mate? Come on. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Sorry, I am. I am. Um, look, I'm going to have to say to Jake, unfortunately, as talented as you are, um, I'm going to need a Brownie in that on that bench for that aggression. Um, Jake will have plenty. You will, have, Jakey, you will have plenty of opportunities um, in the coming years to make another grand final. So, I'm going to go with Brownie. As as gut wrenching as I have to make a decision, unfortunately.
2: And can you tell mum, please, yeah, uh, Jacob? Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: after, uh, after the, after the NRL grand final, you're allowed to pick any bit of the current, and they've won the premiership, Parramatta. You're allowed to add anything to your parricade from any of the current playing group. What would it be?
0: Oh, that's a
2: beauty.
1: Uh, Clive Churchill medal winner's jersey. There you go. Bang. We'll see if we can organise it for you.
2: Well, who? Yeah, and we don't. You know, you have your thoughts on who that's probably got to be, if they're going to win. Who do you think?
0: Well, I think obviously the obviously obvious favourites is uh, Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses, but I think maybe the way that he went last week, Sean Lane, he may be an outsider, or Isaiah Papali'i. So mm. the two back rowers, they might be um, smokies for that award, but obviously. Dylan Brown and Mitchell Mosels will be right up there if Parramatta's going to win. So they'll be in with a great chance of winning that award.
2: Rightio. And, of course, you said you you uh, your great memories from 1986, the first grand final you you really watched, and that was Parramatta's last victory. If you could have one of those players to sit with during the game, sit with you to watch the game, Ray Price, Mick Cronin, Brett Kenny, Peter Sterling, Eric Groth. Who's it going to be sitting with you?
0: Ah... Uh... I would have Peter Sterling, uh, just for his knowledge of the game and he could uh You want your own private commentator what's going on and <laughs> what Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah, play by play. Um yeah, so I'd probably have Sterlow as he was my favourite player in eighty six. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, the fans, they're the lifeblood of the game, and you're one of the most passionate, Troy, and you're very excited about your Parramatta Eels finally making it to another grand final after 13 years. And for the listeners, if you'd like to listen to a good podcast, the Paracave podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from. Troy Warner, Parramatta enthusiast, and uh, hope you have a great day on Sunday, and thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate.
0: Uh, thank you very much for having me on your show, and thank you very much for coming on my podcast for a chat as well. Really appreciate that, and go power.
1: Hope you've enjoyed the podcast with Badge and Sats on Sports Day. If you get the chance at any stage to listen to the show live, make sure you tune in each and every night, Monday to Thursday, 6pm. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. ba da ba ba Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.